You are listening to the Urban Sports Scene. We are also part of Empire Media at AmpireMedia.com. I'm Wole and I'm your host. Ray Jeezy is out. Oh, man. Uh, this is a lot going on. This is going to be our show to talk about some commanders news. It's like there's a commander special. It's like our second commander special. Um, I mentioned Empire Media. Empire Media uh, hosts multiple DMV sports podcast shows such as the John Kine Report, hosted by ESPN Washington Commanders insider John Kime and Jones Football, hosted by USA Today insider Mike Jones. And you can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the red subscribe button and like this video uh don't forget to tweet us at urban sports scene hit us up on ig at urban sports scene and like our urban sports scene facebook page also join our urban sports scene facebook group search urban sports scene sports bloggers sports podcasters and sports debates all right man let's get into our tradition the pregame here's what we have on tap we are scheduled to have sports journeys watch the commanders reporter lake lewis jr uh, join me to talk about the commanders hiring Cliff Kingsbury as their new offensive coordinator. All right. So while we are waiting for Lake to jump on, uh, let me first talk about like the, the hiring. So let's, let's get let's get into it a little bit. Uh, the commanders have named Cliff Kingsbury as their new offensive coordinator. So my thoughts on the matter real quick before Lake jumps on. Um I'm not in love with the I'm not in love with the hire. Uh it's not a hire that I kind of fancy, to be honest with you. But I'm like most Washington Commanders fans, Washington Redskins fans, whatever. I'm like a wait and see approach. So we I just want to let's see what happens with the commanders in that situation. I mean, see if he pans out as a play caller. I wasn't a big fan of what he did in Arizona. Um, because everything was kind of tailored for a particular quarterback, and it wasn't like he was what he was. Cliff Kingsbury is what I saw in you know in college, you know, and it's a guy that I've watched play quarterback at Texas Tech um, under the Mike. And he's under the Mike Leach uh, tree. Um, he's a bright mind, and 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 at that time when he was hired, when he was hired as a head coach for the Arizona Cardinals, he was under that like that mold of the Sean McVay thing. Like, okay, Sean McVay was now the trendy thing, the trendy topic, and he was the guy that everybody wanted to kind of copy. Everybody wanted to be the next Sean McVay. So he didn't really pan out that way. Kyler Murray was Kyler Murray. He drafted Kyler Murray. He had Kyler Murray had some success, but again, it was, everything was tailored for Kyler Murray. And when that didn't really work out as a play caller, as a, as an offensive, as an offensive genius in the NFL, it didn't pan out, but but also, you know, and people will come back and say the track record, his track record with quarterbacks. You know, he's had Patrick Mahomes, uh, Kyler Murray, um, and he has and like Caleb Williams now. Though there are guys out there that in the college ranks, he has been very effective. He has very been he has been very successful with right molding and, and grooming to some of our better quarterbacks in the some of our better uh, some of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. So, yes, in terms of what he can do helping out the college quarterback. Yeah, hands down, he's one of the best, one of the one of the best, one of the better guys to to bring out to, to be out there in the college game. But the NFL is a whole different monster. So that's just my concern with uh with uh 
uh, Cliff uh, Kingsbury. It's not that I don't think that he's he's not capable or he can't get the job done. It's just that this, at the same time, we're looking at a guy that, in my opinion, that I'm not like totally sold, sold on, especially when you have so many other guys, so many guys out there that we've seen under different trees or we've always talked about that we want to give somebody else when we want to run this type of offense we want to run this that type of offense i wasn't a big for instance i wasn't a big fan of ben johnson and we you know whatever whatever you lie on with that but what i liked about the ben johnson thing in terms of what it differed from what eric Bieniemy was doing here in dc um it was that ben johnson did run the football so i never argued that point you know anybody like if someone came to me and was like i want ben johnson because he ran the football a lot or he had hit a balanced offense. I would never argue against that because that's a, to me that's a a valid point. Like Ben Johnson had a it was balanced. He had a balanced offense. He ran the football. He had he had Gibbs and Montgomery, and those two guys ran. They took the rock and they were effective running the football. So I, I heard a lot of Commander fans winning that. But then when you hear Cliff Kings uh, Cliff uh, Kingsbury, it's a little different because he's not traditionally he's a guy that's in that system of airing it out. Now I know people have pulled have called. Have said that you know when in Arizona he ran the football, they ran the football effectively. Um, they were a top 10 def- top 10 rushing off rushing offense, uh, three out of four seasons while in Arizona. Um, but you also got to add into that that he had Kyler Murray, a guy that was dynamic running the football, so it does kind of help out your run game, your run game numbers. So it's 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 going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting uh, situation. And then you add into the fact that how he's going to run. How will he work with a young quarterback? Of uh, how will he work with, say, a um, whoever the starting quarterback is? If it's going to be Drake May, if it's going to be Caleb Williams, they you know, and we'll get into that later. If it's going to be a Caleb Williams, which I doubt it will be, or will it be a Jaden Daniels? Like, how does he work with that quarterback in the NFL game? I mean, they had a, he had a falling out with Kyler Murray in the uh, towards the end, end point of end part of his season of his career in Arizona. So we'll see. Um, we'll see how that really pans out. But I'm, I have a lot of questions about uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, but it's it's wild because I used to like uh, Kingsbury when he was in uh, when he first got the job in Arizona. Though I did like him. I thought he would be a guy that. Is that I thought he'd be a guy innovative? He would be here for years to come. I gave him I gave him an opportunity to see what he can do with the Kyler Murray. I like that merch, um, but it didn't pan out. Like I said it earlier, it didn't pan out. So just interested to see how this pans out. If this if this is going to pan out with being with Dan Quinn, I think the blessing with having for for Kingsbury with Dan Quinn uh, is that he's going to be with a guy who who's going to own that defense i mean he's a head coach he's gonna own the defense and he's gonna probably give them a, a defense that can give the off give the offense some time to kind of adjust and kind of get their bearings you know what i mean like last season uh with a uh eric bnme which i know he's got a lot of negative flack and we'll, we'll talk about eric bnme and comparing it to coordinators but when you look at what eric bnme had to kind of work around with a bad defense knowing that he had to you know being he had to be in shootouts uh, or he had to he had to like maintain or maintain the fort or whatnot it was it was it was difficult like and then you're doing it with a first year starter so this but I, what i do like in this situation is you got it you got a proven track record um you have a guy with a proven track record with a um with a dan quinn 
who can kind of give uh, uh, Kingsbury an opportunity to get settled and get situated as the play caller. So he will he will to me have an easier time compared to EB. Not just because not because of like talent or whatever, but just that, you know, if you have a defense that I believe that Dan Quinn's going to make this defense 10 times better, you're going to have a defense now that is capable to keep your team in ball games. There's not going to be that much pressure on the offense to try to try to score or try to kind of maintain, try to maintain or kind of be in a shootout or just try to keep the team close. Like now you have a defense that I believe that you're going to rely on, especially if you're going to have a rookie quarterback in this situation. I think then that um, will help. Uh, I think we're Lakers trying to get on. We'll help the team. Like, we'll help Clint. Oh, here. I think we got Lake. I think we finally got Lake. Uh, to ch- ch- help uh, Cliff Kingsbury out a little bit. But let me introduce my guest. <laughs> All right. My guy. My guy. Right now, we have Sports Journeys, Washington Commanders reporter Lake Lewis Jr. on, on, on the show. What's going on, Lake? What's going on, my friend? How you been, man? Yeah, man. You know, I I, just, I wanted this to, I, I wanted to do a show Tuesday, today, tonight. Cause I was like, all right, I didn't get an opportunity. I didn't get an opportunity to talk about Cliff Kingsbury, and I'm really, I'm really interested in your mind in terms of your thought process on this, on this hire. So off the, off the rip, man. When you heard the news, what were your thoughts? What were your thoughts? Are you a fan of this hire? Of Kingsbury? Yeah, I'm a hundred percent a fan of it. Okay, okay. Right, sorry, go ahead. I mean, I, I look at it like, you know, you know, both you and I weren't big Ben Johnson guys. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and when it didn't happen, fans were like ready to jump off the nearest bridge. Mm-hmm. And I understand that they wanted young, they wanted innovative offense. Well, right. hell, <laughs> this dude is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the guy that has all the innovative offensive styles. And you've heard defensive coordinators say it was tough to game plan against his offenses. Mm. I think if you're looking at how did he do as a coach yeah. in, in the NFL. I mean, they made the playoffs one year, but it yeah, wasn't yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that if you just bring him in the building to be exactly what he's great at, it's just offense, and he doesn't have to worry about special teams, defense, mm. game planning, being the CEO of a company. He can just be a guy that manages his wing. I think he'll do okay. And I think mm. that that's what this offense, you know, they decided not to go with EB. So because of that, I still wanted to see somebody that's a little bit ahead of the curve as far as mm. what they do on the offense. So I like the move. Okay. So, all right. So for you, because I'm like, so I'm going let you know, I'm in between the move, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. because you mm-hmm. mentioned EB. That's the thing. I think that, and I get, I'm getting, I get a lot of, a lot of flack for it, but at the end, like when I look at EB situation and then, and then comparing the two, it's not, all right, but I'll put it this way. With Ben Johnson, I get why people wanted him. Even mm-hmm. though I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of him. I get because there's a there's a contr- there's a difference between the two f- philosophies, right? With Ben Johnson, right. we saw a team that ran the football more, right? We just we did. We saw a team that ran the football more, and we already know that that's what Washington fans want. They want to see a dude. They want to see a t- their team run the football a lot. We've seen that. We know that we talk. They we watch social media everywhere. It's like let's get back to the traditional Washington Washington Commanders Redskins football. Let's run the football. Let's run the football. So I get that. But then when you're going to a guy that to me, he's innovative, but he is has a reputation of being a passing, a passing, a more of a passing offense. I the doll is not correct. I know, I know you're gonna go with I know you're gonna yeah. go with the rushing thing. I know I know that yeah. number. They was, they was top 10. No, top 10. Yeah, I know. So I'll let you I'll let you respond to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like in my mindset, is like my mindset is like, well, you had a guy who 
and EB who threw the football a lot. You know what I mean? So I and and he had to do it with the first year starter in year one, and like that's complicated. That's hard enough to be honest with you. Year one, I get what. But again, I get people's problems with EB. I get it. Like I'm not I'm not here to say that EB did a great job. He did a bad job. I'm not gonna lie to you. He, he wasn't the greatest job for EB. I'm not gonna lie to you. But I'm keeping a hundred with y'all. I am keeping hundred hundred with y'all, but. I don't know if like if, if Kingsbury is that much different. I don't know. That's just me. So I'll let you. I'll let you respond to, to what I'm. What I just said. I I feel you, man. I, and I and we all know what the elephant in the room is. And and mm-hmm. you know you want to see one of one of our own get an, a, a fair opportunity. Yeah. Um. Eric bet on himself, and it didn't work out yeah. because the people that he was basically getting in bed with weren't good. <laughs> and it's true. He, he got caught up in that and. You know, so you can't blame Dan Quinn though and say, "Oh no, not at all." You know, he threw he threw Eric under the bus. I think mm-hmm. what it is is, you know, guys want to bring their own people in. And, I, agree. I agree. And, and they probably had already talked. And when Kingsbury and the whole thing with the Raiders fell apart, Washington was like, "Look, we we lost out pretty much on our first candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, our second candidate didn't get off a plane in Seattle, so you had to get somebody that you really were high on." or that maybe slipped through the cracks where you didn't think would be available. And I don't think they thought Cliff Kingsbury would be available, to be honest with you. Um, They thought that Raiders thing was done. I just look at it in these terms. Caleb Williams. Yeah. And and I'm going to say it, man. Do not think for a hot second that 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 didn't go into play, too. I'm not saying Kingsbury got the job solely because – Yeah work out and you can get Caleb. They, he got it on his own acumen. Facts. But the fact that this kind of played out before for him, he had history with Kyler Murray. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. In that in that air raid type of offense and got him, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think the, the, the similarities is obviously that he and Caleb, Caleb Williams have a great relationship. Yeah. Uh, he was out there in USC last year. Mm-hmm. This uh, Caleb Williams looks just like Patrick Mahomes 2.0 as far as like if you want to talk about who he compares to yeah yeah who's comparable um, to yeah and guess what <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury coached Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech mm-hmm. so there's a lot of little similarities here um it would be rather disappointing if they didn't get Caleb Williams somehow <laughs> <laughs> but you I mean there's other guys out there yeah I just I keep saying this my friend man listen mm. We're boys, man. We go back. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I say this all the time. One thing I love about you is you don't miss your words. And you know I don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got to say this to the fans, though. This whole gloom and doom, never happy, it has to stop. It has to. Because, I mean, listen, man, you wanted Dan Snyder out of here. He's gone. Now you're trying to get mad at Josh Harris because he didn't do what you wanted. Yeah. You're not the owner of this football team. Sure. and he hasn't had a chance to see how what he wants to do plays out yet. Mm-hmm. So I keep saying to the fans, you don't have to like everything, but you're not the expert at this. You're not. And you're you're wearing your heart on your on your sleeve and not your brain. And I yeah. think that you have to give this a fair chance to see how it plays out. If it turns out to be another dud, hell, we lived through him so many times. <laughs> we'll, we'll be used to it. Yeah. But I don't want to to another season covering this team thinking it's a dud. I like what I heard from Dan Quinn yesterday. He seemed like a level-headed guy that just, he just seemed like a football guy. 
Yeah. And it was way different from Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera had no charisma in his press conferences, yeah. none whatsoever. And no his energy. first press conference did not leave any of us thinking, we ready to go, we ready to go. <laughs> no what? Eric, the enemy's first press conference, introductory press conference, had people ready to run through the wall. They sure did. They sure did. They I, sure I kind of got that vibe from Dan Quinn yesterday mm-hmm. that it was – it's going to be no nonsense, but it's going to be fun for the first time in a long time. It's going to be hard-hitting, serious practices, but it's going to be fun. And, and and let's just see how it plays out, man. I mean, you got you poached another team's greatest asset yep. um, from their coaching ranks, which is going to make your unit better and weaken theirs, and it's your arch rival. And this guy's coming into the fold. Well, like, think about it, bro. He's coming mm-hmm. into the fold not really having to do extra homework against the Eagles, extra homework against True. the Giants as Good far point. as personnel. He knows their personnel. Yeah, they're going to have different systems, you know, with Kellen Moore in Philly and mm-hmm. new guy in New York, but he still knows their personnel. And last time I looked, Dallas's defense tormented the NFC East this year. True. Very true. So to that, like in terms of you mentioned Dan Quinn, I think Dan Quinn is actually, and I said this um, before you came on, I think he makes – uh, Kingsbury job a job a lot easier and what I mean yeah. by that in comparison to what and I know I'm gonna I mean this this show has an EB theme I'm not gonna lie to you it does so <laughs> um but in terms of like what EB had to deal with and the pressure of having an offense to try to to kind of mask a poor a porous defense right mm-hmm. I think in this situation with Dan Quinn I think the defense will be 10 times better I'm not saying it's gonna be top 10 I'm not gonna say it's gonna be top five but it will be it will be so much better to a point where if Kingsbury is struggling, it will it will mask a lot. It will help him out and help his offense kind of go through the process of becoming the offense that he hopes to be. And I think I think that a lot of times what I have an issue to your point, like with this fan base and what are you know, is that everybody wants things instant things instantaneously and it doesn't yeah. happen that way. So, you know, football is a team game. And I do feel like with Dan Quinn, what he can do on the defensive side of football, if the commander's offense struggles a little bit. It'll be masked by that how well the defense is playing, and then it'll give the deep, the offense time to catch up. And I think eventually down the road, his offense will kind of pan out. That's a great point. And, and you know, I was thinking about this too. You know what? You know what the commanders need to turn this thing around. It has to be eerily similar to what Houston did. Houston turned it around because their best player on offense and their best player on defense were rookies. Mm. Yes, good point. And rookies coming from winning situations. Good point. All they knew was winning. They mm-hmm. brought that into the pros. And if you're a veteran, six-year veteran, seven-year veteran, I don't care if you got pro bowlers behind your name, if all you've done is loss, you have nothing to say if mm-hmm. a young guy's coming in here and outworking you and outperforming you. You got to fall in line. Mm-hmm. Washington needs that. They need, whether it's Caleb Williams, whether it's Jaden Daniels, whether it's Drake May. They need a young guy, or maybe Marvin Harrison Jr., who knows? The point is, whoever it is, they need that person to come in and just just look the part. Look like, yes. you know what, I'm better than you already, and I'm, I haven't even played a game yet. Mm-hmm. And then guys will fall in tow, because if not, if you draft somebody and they struggle, which we saw with Forbes this year and yeah. previous years, Jamin Davis, these guys, yeah. there's no reason to get better, because <laughs> you don't see anything that's pushing you to be better if the guy behind you is not any good, they need to have their young players hit the ground running 
and it never happened for them under Ron Rivera. I totally agree. I totally agree. So like you did mention this a little briefly about God mentioned Kingsbury and what I think he is, but for you, what is his identity as an offense? Like what is his offensive identity to you? I think it's an explosive offense. Okay. It's a big play offense. And that's not just lip service. I know everybody wants that, but some mm-hmm. guys, their whole offense is predicated on, on 10 yard gains or more. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does. He spreads the field. I looked at some film earlier today, actually, and the concepts of how he, you know, gets his best guy in one-on-one coverage. You know, if you're Terry McLaurin, you're going to love this guy because he's going to hide you. He's going to do things to take take cover two off of you. You know, that you're not going to have a guy over top of you because he's going to spread the field out. But he will turn the ball around and hand it off and run the football. And I mm-hmm. like that. I just think we haven't seen a full modern setup. Eric had some some concepts in the past yeah. game that did open up some things. But Eric just didn't run the football. Let's just call it like it. Yeah, he just didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He and didn't. you had a bruiser back there and Brian Robinson. So I would think with Cliff Kingsbury that they're going to run the football. You know, they're going to make a concerted effort to run it. And in fairness to Eric, not to throw him under the bus or anything, but his offensive line was terrible and he inherited a yeah. terrible line. Yeah. So hopefully they know, Dan Quinn knows that because he went up against that line and ate turkey legs on him. So. <laughs> I would hope they know they got to do better up front if they want to have any hope for anybody. <laughs> I mean, they did, man. They had, they had the ticket to turn. They did, man. It was – oh, yeah, I know. That's embarrassing. That was embarrassing. That was Come embarrassing. On, Paul, Paul, for you, like Paul say, uh, we we, we uh, will benefit uh, – B-Rod will benefit the most. You agree? I, I, I like that, and I, I agree. I think that, you know, you can get back to doing some of the things. Let's face it, man. It's the NFC East. And what was one of the reasons why Alice couldn't go far this year and fell apart? You know what it was? They didn't have a running game. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. they couldn't run the that football. True. The, the Eagles, true. what killed them and what made things fall apart for them? They couldn't run yeah. the football. Yeah. And that's the thing. And when Eagles did run the football this year, I'm not talking about with Miles Sanders. We are, by the way. I'm not saying that. I'm just talking about. When they didn't run it this year, they lost. And when they didn't have the RPO setups for Jalen Hurts, they lost. You know, I, had I ain't messing with you. I ain't messing with you. Good. <laughs> I ain't messing We're with everywhere, you. We're everywhere, man. <laughs> I see I ain't trying to get Mike over here. It's everywhere. <laughs> I know. I see I ain't trying to get Michael Parsons over here. Um, so, so, so my thought also, so like, I think B-Rob can be, I mean, I want B-Rob to be really real, to be real effective. I, I root for him, to be honest with you, because I, I thought he could have been effective with, that was my disappointment with EB, like not to utilize B-Rob the way he could have. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did a little bit, he did it more in the passing game than I thought he would do with uh, B-Rob, but just as a runner, I wanted him to even get him a little bit more. Yeah, even Gibson, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you think that, B. Rob is the prototypical type. He, do you really think he's the prototypical type running back for a uh, Kingsbury uh, offense, or like somebody like Gibson? Because I would normally think a scat back would be his type of guy. But you think B. Rob would be that guy for him? Uh, I'm gonna tell you who I really think could excel in Kingsbury's offense. I think Chris Rodriguez excels. Really? I, okay. Okay. I do, and I okay. say that because Chris to me is a little bit of a combination of both B. Rob and Gibson. Gotcha. Um, okay. He's explosive between the tackles. I mean, he's not breakaway speed, but he's not yeah. slow. Gotcha. Um, and he's physical. And okay. I think that as he got more touches during the season, you started to see them moving yeah. the chains. I mean, definitely. 
he, you know, Brian does have a tendency at times to dance before he hits the hole. This is true. And um, before he hits hits a gap, you know, he he kind of is like feeling it out. Uh, and then, you know, outside of that, he may run up on his lineman, you know, yeah. but but Rodriguez just seemed like there was something that was there that I just don't think they knew they had. I mean, yeah. I, I just don't think they knew how to use them. So I think collectively, if all three are there, you'd have a complete running back because mm-hmm. each guy can do something different and better than the other. So you don't have to go out and find the one guy that has all three of their traits. If you have three guys that can become one, I think it'll be okay. All right, I got a question about Mandy Mitty. He said, uh, can Sam exist in, in Kingsbury's offense? See, I think Sam benefits the most from this. Ooh, okay. Oh, explain that. that. I like that. I like that one. Explain. Yeah, I, I, I do. I think that Sam, when you go back to his days at North Carolina, well, mm-hmm. uh, Mac Brown, you know, they kind of spread the football around, and Sam was throwing that thing all over the field. Uh, Kingsbury's offense requires you to, to throw the ball everywhere. You have to be able to have an arm to hit every throw on the tree, and I think mm-hmm. Sam has that. Again, it's just yeah. a matter of having the time. The thing that the thing that Sam struggles with, not when he's running, because he does create like off off play mm-hmm. um, type of plays where he yeah. runs. But when it's coming to him making an off 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 you know play off schedule like off schedule, off schedule throw, that's mm-hmm. where he struggles. And see, that's where a guy like Caleb can come in, a guy like perhaps a Jaden Daniels can come in. They can create more. And I think that that's just the one thing about Sam's game that just will never really be there. He yeah. can make off-schedule plays with his legs, but with his arm, that's not his thing. It's different, right? It's totally different. It's a different beast. So in terms of like, all right, you mentioned these quarterbacks, you know, obviously it's out there. I mean, we all know like the connection with Caleb and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and Kingsbury. Like everyone's talking about it. I won't lie to you. Like I, everybody knows I, I, mean, I, I, think, I think Caleb is amazing. I think Caleb is the best quarterback in this draft. By far. By far. <laughs> I just don't want him coming here. <laughs> listen, 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 this is the thing. I don't think it's gonna be honestly, bro. I don't think it's gonna be the 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 you know rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins, but I don't think it's gonna be yeah. that set up. Because right, I'm be I'm scared Young. for the locals, man. I'm yeah, yeah, I don't think locals. it's gonna be Chase Young because this is the thing. Yeah, those guys, although they were great high school players and uh-huh. clearly had to be to go to Ohio State, you know, yeah. both of them. Yeah, they were never the guy in high school. They were mm, great players it's in high true. school. It's very, very they good. were never the guy. Yeah. Caleb Williams was the number one recruit in I the keep country. telling people this. I, I, no, I so he's he's I had this bullseye on him from day one. Boys and girls, since boys and girls football, he's been this guy. Absolutely. Know, My nephew it. played with him. Yes, I and, know about and, him. And yeah. against him because yeah. he moved too. Yeah, so he moved too. Yeah, I know. We, we're yeah. talking about an athlete, man, from D.C. And yeah. I think – this isn't Dan Snyder's commanders or Redskins. Mm. Nobody wanted to play here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just wanted to get paid. Well, sure. this guy has something about him where he wants to be great. Like okay. he he knows who he's compared to. Yeah. And I think he, in his mind, feels like I could be better than Patrick. I know that's just the, the mentality. Yeah. I want that, man. I want that. I'm tired of I'm tired of them having guys that you and I were walking that locker room after a game and they were in there laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, they got used to the losing. It, they was just, it, it became a check to them because that's the only thing they could, they could take mm-hmm. pride and benefit in is they got paid because yeah. they damn sure weren't doing it on the field. Um, 
I saw it after the Bears game this year. Guys I, just got destroyed on a Thursday night at home, national television, in front of your legends. And it's just guys was in the locker room chilling, you know? So it wasn't a team. It was a broken, fractured team. Mm-hmm. I think a guy like Caleb could come in and excite guys again. The John Allens of the world, Terry McLaurin's would get excited mm-hmm. because they're going to see what it's like to be playing with an elite talent which they never had at that position. All right, I got another question for you. Paul put it out there. So what is the difference between him and Jaden Daniels? Caleb and Jaden Daniels, what's the difference? Uh, I, I can yeah. tell you, man. Jay, first of all, I like Jaden. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to go. I'm going to go first. Though. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. But when you look at, like, what they call in baseball, like a five-tool guy. Yeah. Jaden Daniels is probably a four-tool guy. Patrick yeah. Mahomes is a five-tool guy. Right. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, a guy. Yeah. Uh, Caleb you know, Williams yeah. is a five-tool guy because he can make all the throws. He can extend plays. His vision, though, is what separates him from a lot of people. Yeah. And then the other thing that he has, Jaden Daniels has deep ball accuracy that might be just as good as Caleb. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, he has good deep ball accuracy. But the mm-hmm. overall accuracy, throwing in tight windows, throwing intermediate exactly. routes, touch passes, deep balls, there's nobody that I have covered coming out of college. Probably, mm-hmm. I'm going to say this, man. Y'all can think I'm crazy. Not even Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow showed yeah. me how great his arm was when he you know, was at LSU. Yeah. But I'm talking about from day one. The only right. guy that I can compare Caleb to just as far as just it, he's not his size, of course, but I'm going to go Andrew Luck, man. Andrew Luck was mm, a can't He was a can't miss prospect. You, you knew he, what he what you were going to get with him. There was no question marks. True, um, I agree. And people, what do people say about Andrew Luck, though? Well, they think about it. Back then, he what was, was just the knock like, on Andrew Luck coming out of Stanford. And I remember vividly because I, I heard it in the comments. Because I, I love, I have. He was my first pick overall. Like between him, I always, I always like Andrew Luck. I'm trying to think of the negative, the negative thing. The, the I know it was, was the mobility. Was the mobility? Was like they no, tried to use mobility because he was no fast. Knock on his game. There was no knock on his game. Yeah, it was, yeah. He was different. He was a little. Yes, yeah, it was. Little that's weird. What it was. That's what it was. That's what it was. And what it and was. you know that's what they that's what they're trying to put Caleb in. They're trying to say he's he's a little weird, you know, just just, you know, is an is he egocentric or whatever. Yeah. What dog do you know does not think highly of themselves? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Paul Paul just like he just dislikes uh Caleb. I remember Paul. Like I know what Paul's talking about. If Paul's my guy, he just he dislikes Caleb. <laughs> he ain't a big he ain't a big Caleb believer. I will say this though, this is my Jaden Daniels uh comparison. So because he I've watched him and I've I've kind of gotten the gist of who he is. You know who he reminds me of? I mean, I'm glad you mentioned Andrew Luck. You know who he reminds me of? Who Jaden? Yeah, you know who he reminds me of for real. Because it's not let me, Lamar. Let me take let me take let me take the Lamar. Guess, he, oh no, it's not Lamar. It's Lamar Lamar is Lamar is this generation's Mike Vick. They're different. Exactly. So it's not um, Lamar. That's, yeah, guys. So is he an older guy? No throwback. No, he's young enough. He don't oh, play so no more, but he's young enough. No, he don't play anymore, but he's young enough. He oh, he, oh, he he's fighting his thirties now. Yeah, he's in the thirties now. Don't say uh nah, I was gonna say a old Teddy Bridge, a young Teddy Bridgewater, but no. no. Who, it's, who, it's, who? It's, it's more relevant than you would think, because you mentioned Andrew Luck, so you can kind of think if you mentioned Andrew Luck, there was somebody right after Andrew. He Luck. reminds you of Robert? Yep, because he's straight line speed, throws a good deep ball, very similar. 
It's not his like arms, they just, his his arm and vision are light years better than Roberts. When Roberts I'm talking about like in college, like the Baylor arm, he reminds me of Robert in college. He reminds me a yeah, lot but, of Robert but, in college. Yeah, but Robert just Robert didn't see the field. Robert, everything yeah. Robert did was his athleticism. And yeah, but, Jay, it, but at Baylor, at Baylor, he in Baylor he was he saw a lot in Baylor. Right. So, Baylor so, was so different. This the thing, this mm -hmm. the thing with Robert, because you know that's 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 my dude. Yeah, Robert had three. First round wide receivers. He did. He did. He did. And, and I'm he would say just throw the ball up because he had yeah. arm strength. I, and the Kendall Wrights and them guys would just go get yeah, the ball. I agree. But see, um, Jaden at LSU and them dudes like them dudes. This year. Just the thing. Jaden Daniels this year, Malik Neighbors and, and and other dude. He got two first round receivers coming out. Yeah. Joe Burrow had three first. I know. I'm saying he got guys. I, I he but got so, guys. So what did so what did Caleb have this year? That's why I agree. No, I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. I agree. That's why I'm yeah. saying like to me, Addison was gone. He was Addison first gone. Like, no, no. Year. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't like. That's what I'm, it's the same thing I say with Drake May. The people. I, that's why I like Drake. I mean, people. I like Drake May because he ain't working with the best. I'm cool. Like he ain't working with the best. No, you know he's what not. I'm saying. Like so, I like. I'm not. There's no knock on Jaden Daniels. It's not. But I do like one. You transferred from we went transfer from Arizona, Arizona State. State, Arizona State, to come to LSU and LSU. Sorry, it's a fact. I'm not lying to you, homie. This is what it is. It is wide receiver. It's one of wide receiver use. It is one of them. It is. It Don't is. It's one of them. And they into him transferring there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, so I'm not. Kelly was there. I mean, yeah. he, so, he knew what he was getting into. Yes. So your your numbers are going to be if you are a talented quarterback. I'm not. It's going to be better. Caleb, yeah. to your point, late ain't had them same dudes anymore. That's why I think they're different. They're like they're different. There's a difference between Caleb and Caleb and uh, and Jade and Jaden Dams. And one to your point, which I kind of like. I think people overanalyze, like they overanalyze the draft process. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. if you consistently have done it throughout your your football career, from hot from out your know, pop Warner. Middle school, I mean, of uh, boys and girls, high school, seven on seven, high uh, college football. I mean, this guy was the number one recruit. The number one country. recruit in the he country. He goes to Oklahoma. Starts as a true freshman. freshman of the year. Starts as a true freshman. As a true, true freshman. freshman. Transfers goes to SC. Yes. Wins the Heisman. Yes. <laughs> I mean. So people are naturally saying, "Well, he should have won it again this year." Listen, man, his numbers actually weren't bad. Yeah, um, he had thirty touchdowns, five interceptions, with yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I, and, literally and, nothing. And then argument to you too for that, and to, and to add on to that, I I would say to people who say about his last year, go to Peyton Manning's last year in college when Charles Woodson won the Heisman, and ask me the year. But what was his year before? The year before was way better than his last year in Tennessee. It's the same thing. It's actually the same exact. Charles Woodson won the Heisman, and Peyton Manning ended up still being a Hall of Famer. I say this to put everything in in in, in proper perspective. Mm -hmm. Rotate those guys from from their own teams to the other team. Mm -hmm. If Drake May was at USC this year, yeah, with, with what Caleb had, is there a big difference in play with USC? I think it's a big difference. Uh, not a big difference. I think. Uh, USC is, I mean, they're not, they're going to be a little, they're going to be worse off. But I do think, I think Drake made that. Okay, Drake so that's made, fair. Yeah. But that's fair. You said they'll be worse a off. off. A little off. Okay. Put Caleb on Jaden Daniels' LSU team. He's that killing. team's in the playoffs. He's killing. He's killing. He's killing. Yeah. 
He's killing. Yeah. Put Drake May on LSU. I think Drake May kills LSU. Yeah, I do too. I think, I think he kills so, LSU. So, so, but put Jaden Daniels in North Carolina. I don't know. Because you know why? Because yeah, again, because you saw because you saw him in Arizona State and you wouldn't get the same. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think you get to a point where you got to die. When, to your point, late, like you substitute people place to place and see what they do with limited talent. You put Caleb with that LSU squad, you know he's putting up numbers and you know and it's going to be vicious. And that's why and that's why your 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 um your your uh guest had just said that he thinks JD plays better in structure. Yeah. Not, no, I mean he didn't there was no structure at LSU. It was athletes all over the field. Yeah. And he just get the ball out to him. So so yeah. to me, I think that you know, you have to you have to be be upfront here, man. Mm-hmm. There has never been in in a young person's generation with this team an elite quarterback except for robert that one year and last time i looked they started that year terrible his rookie year they They went on a run towards the end and made the playoffs but robert still wasn't an expert at throwing the football he was just just running past people and they they found their mojo as a team okay Yeah, yeah but this franchise has never really seen in the last two decades an elite quarterback. Haskins yes. was not an elite quarterback. Nobody. Um, he had his Kirk limitations. Cousins. The system kind of helped him at Ohio State. Yeah. I, I think that the three of these young guys have elite potential. They I agree. Do. I do agree. I um, agree. But I think Caleb has generational potential. Oh, I totally, I totally agree. So if Caleb isn't drafted by Washington, does it? Because you know you got to trade up. You know, there's yeah. so many different variables. I'm trading. Sorry, I, but I'm just saying, there's so many. It may not just say it doesn't happen. Say Chicago yeah. don't want to. Chicago could be like, because all right, this is my thing, you know, because a lot of people are like they're putting two and two together. If I'm Chicago and I believe everything you're saying, and I believe everything, and I believe everything I'm saying, I'm not trading Caleb because if he's generational, if he's a, the next Patrick hey, Mahomes, Caleb, Caleb I'm not trading. Let it be known that he doesn't want to play. Okay, Chicago. that's the only way. But I'm saying yeah, he, he, he's way. gonna have to because this is the thing. What has Chicago done organization-wise that would make you want to go play quarterback there? Because think about it. You didn't you didn't equip Justin Fields with everything he needed. I mean, like seriously, he yeah, they he finally did. got DJ Moore for him this year. And look at what he did. He, he yeah, looked yeah, the part because yeah, he had yeah. some pieces. Yeah. But overall, they didn't have any weapons and he suffered for that. Yeah. So now I'm looking at it like, you know, go before that, Mitchell Trubisky. He didn't have any weapons, and he suffered for yeah, it. You true. you gotta you gotta help your quarterback, man. If you if you're gonna invest into a top pick to be your quarterback, no, I agree with you, you I gotta agree. get him weapons because he's not gonna be able to come from college sure. to the NFL and do it alone. It don't work yeah. like that. Yeah, I, I will say this because we just said this, but uh, you put um you put Caleb with uh DJ you put the, uh Caleb with DJ Moore. It's problems. I'm just, I'm just telling you, it's problems. It's real problems. Yeah, I'm just telling you. No, I'm no, telling no, you. I mean, listen, if I'm the Bears, <laughs> I ain't trading Caleb. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Let's just call it like it is. But for the like sake of for, for life here and trying to, you know, finally be relevant with something, I want him here. I'm be yeah, selfish. I'm it. serious. I'm serious. I'm like, hey, I get total control for you for the next five years, four to five, five years. And I'm and I have the I have the like having to give another contract to Fields. And I think Fields is a fine quarterback. I'm gonna be real. I think Fields has gotten better. Like I'm with you about about Justin uh, Justin Fields. I, I see they, Justin Fields going to Atlanta. Yeah, me too. But I'm just saying, like, 
But bruh, it's just it's just different. You know, it's different levels to this. Like Fields is nice. I think Fields could be really good in the right system, like really good. You think you, talk, you think Justin, you think Justin's as good as Jaden Daniels or, or Drake May? I think he's just as good as Jaden Daniels. Yeah. I think you put him in the right. I think he's just as good as Jay. I think he's I think May's a better passer of the football, but that, that's not a to, all right. I'm, I'm this is what I'm gonna be I'm gonna be totally honest with you. I think you put Justin just Justin Fields in the Eagles offense. I think it's I think you'll see something totally special. I'm serious. I think if you put him with like like how the Eagles use uh hurts, I think you'll see mm-hmm. something totally special. I well, well the I, new coordinator I, in Chicago came from Seattle and he worked wonders with Geno Smith. Yeah, so, so I think he could do I think he has I mean, and I'm look, I'm I'm you know Michigan fan, whatever, you know, and I'm telling you, like, go ahead. I know national champions. Um <laughs> national champions. Um, but <laughs> I will say, like, that's like even as wild because CJ Stroud. Never feared CJ Stroud in, in when, Mich- when Michigan. I never feel feared CJ Stroud, but I feared Justin Fields. I, I feel Justin I, Fields was that dude at Ohio. Yeah, State. I feared him because there was so much he can do. Like he can run. He do. He runs a four three, and when he's and when he's rolling, when he's in a rhythm, he can really throw. He can throw the football when he's in a rhythm, and we saw that. I mean, though Washington was a disgrace on on Thursday night, but we saw that Thursday night. Like he was, he was, he was, he was on, he was on, he was on one, like for that nice little stretch. So, so I think let, it's let potential. Me, let, me you, let, let me ask you this though. Mm-hmm. Realistically, like yeah. if Chicago were to trade out of their pick, yeah, and get like two first rounders, yeah, and you walk out of there, you keep Justin Fields, and you equip him now. He's got DJ Moore, and you equip him with Marvin Harrison. And then you picking up somebody else's pick in the first round again, you yeah. you have two picks because you got Carolina's pick and you still you have Marvin. number nine. Because you get so you could get Marvin Harrison and Brock Bowers if you're Chicago to go to go with Justin Fields and DJ Moore. Are you mm. telling me that you would not contemplate yeah. that? I would. That's that. See, that's a good one. I would. I would. I mean, you know, I mean, so I won. I ain't gonna lie to you. Once you do, I mean, I. The, the, the title for, for, for the title for George is amazing. So he's amazing. I'm not knocking him. But now you get once you, once, once you once you said Marvin, you already got me. Like I ain't gonna lie to you. That that Marvin, I ain't gonna lie. So I'm cute to buck. Like yeah, man. I know Marvin I mentioned Jaden. I know Bob I mentioned Jaden. Yeah, I know I mentioned Jaden. We mentioned Jaden and and, and uh, uh, Jaden Daniels and um, Drake May. But since that number two, like I I don't ever want to not throw Marvin in that discussion too. Oh, no, Marvin could be the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever, yeah, I don't ever not want to throw him. I don't ever not want to throw him in that discussion of a guy who could possibly be drafted by the commanders. No, listen, if the if the commanders at two said we're not trading up, we're not trading out of our spot, and they announced Marvin Harrison at the podium, I'm not throwing no fit. I'm like, okay, all right, I just want to crazy like okay. that. Like, I would tell a I know fan, folks will though. Like, this I know guy is will. a phenom yeah so but so so your so your thought process okay so let's go if it's not caleb so i'm, so I'm going back to if it's not caleb if it's not caleb who they draft bro i'm telling you right now man they got options okay there is right. no clear cut you know i'm gotcha. a penn state dude man and yeah. i like kachanu a lot i like him too i like he, him too. i mean you know he got your nigerian background know, background man. and i i get it but <laughs> marvin harrison you can't just 
glaze over him. Man. I know, man. I know. He, he's 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 that dude. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say this, Marvin Harrison to me, from what I've seen, is the closest thing to one of the throwback big receivers like To. I agree. Uh, I mean, he's bigger than his dad. I mean, his I dad know. was that dude. Uh, a technician on the field on the route but side, yeah. but marvin harrison jr has like that randy moss type type stuff there you go him. i'm serious like, it's That's just a thing. different level and he's big he's fast he's a great kid by the way just uh mm -hmm. raise right yeah. um that's what you want man you want a big physical specimen so to me Washington can't go wrong. You have a, a generational tackle, two of them, and and Fashano and all, all that yeah, good yeah, too. Yeah, he's a he monster. Is that good. He's a monster. Right. Um, you have Marvin Harrison Jr. You have Caleb Daniels and Drake May are not to be slept on. They're they're yeah. talents, but I would make those two guys probably. See, I think if you're Washington and you say we want to see what Sam Howe can give us, and you know, with 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 a whole setup around him, not just yeah. from an EB standpoint. I mean, the whole culture of the team around him is better. Yeah. If you're going to do that, then you have to take a tackle. You I have agree. to. I agree. But if you're not going to do that, um, and you don't want to trade out of your position. Hell, man. I, I, you know, listen, if you could trade back to six or something, say like mm -hmm. the Patriots won Daniels or something, mm -hmm. I would trade with the Patriots and then you get their six and, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and maybe another first rounder somehow, some way. Man, you could get a, you could get some things here. I just think Washington is at a point, though. They, they need a franchise caliber player yeah. to build with. And it starts at the quarterback spot. And I just think that they're in a position, a once-in-a-lifetime position. Last time they were at number two, they got the consolation prize. Call it what it is. I know RG <laughs> won the Heisman, but he was not Andrew Luck. Everybody yeah, in the mother would he tell wasn't. you. Yeah, he it wasn't. wasn't a bad consolation, and it was working out. It, but he had it was magical that year. Yeah. Listen, this time, don't even give yourself a chance to get the consolation do mm. what you have to do. Remember, they moved up to get Robert. You remember that, right? Yeah, yeah, big time. The King's Ransom. Ram. They, and King's they traded Ram. a good amount. Yeah. Fans don't talk about that. Fans don't yeah. say, well, they gave up too much for Robert because he was the rookie yeah. of the year. Yeah, yeah. Trade up, man. Trade up that one spot. If you got to give up a one, one of your seconds this year, and a second or a first from next year, I'm doing it to get Caleb Williams. All right, I'm here with uh, Hester Maxwell said uh, they want Marvin Harrison, but they want us to move up and give up the house for Williams. No way. Do you agree I mean, with that? The house is, but this is the thing, and I and I think this is a fair question to ask any Commanders fan. Yeah. What have our draft picks done? Mm, good. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody can talk about you don't give up. You don't give up picks. You don't give up picks. What have the picks done? So it's not mm. like you've been nailing them. <laughs> so, and you've been in them spots a lot and you haven't nailed them. So yeah. what I'm saying is you don't know until you try. And my thing is, this is a quarterback that has not been under the radar. He's been front and center for several years now. 
and you have a chance with a new owner. It's almost like a book was written for this to happen. Mm -hmm. You have a new owner, a new coach, a new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, just cap space out, number one in cap space, mm -hmm. uh, five picks in the first 100, six in the top 106. Mm -hmm. You're telling me that you wouldn't put together three of them picks if you have to move up to one? One is not 11 where they picked at all the time or 13 or 15. One is one for a reason. <laughs> and <laughs> this guy is not the rest of this draft. He's different. And I'm sorry if people think he's weird, paints his fingernails, you know, does fashion yeah. shoots in a dress. Hey, man, that's a young man getting paid. And yeah. that's NIL money. He's the first of his generation to get that kind of money. It's just different. I mean, it is mm -hmm. what it is. Are these guys soft nowadays compared to when we were growing up? Hell yeah. yeah. But, but you know what? I will take a weird dude that can sling that ball around as mm -hmm. opposed to a nice dude that can't. Facts. <laughs> uh, Ray, this is what Ray said. Uh, Ray said, can you protect Caleb? Yeah, you can protect him. And this is the other thing people have to remember. When you have dynamic skill sets at that position you make your line look better and i'm gonna yeah. say patrick mahomes kansas city's yeah. offensive line is not good let's yeah. just call it like it is see wiley you so you see yeah. how you see Come how on, you, and they're not good <laughs> but when you have a great talent behind you it makes your line look better than what it is buffalo's <laughs> offensive line is not good mm -hmm. but josh allen makes them look better and yeah ultimately you will get some linemen. I mean, Sam Cosme's really good. Probably could have been a pro bowler this year. Yeah. Um, so you have somebody there, you know, mm -hmm. and you can go out with your cap money. You can go out and get one or two free agents to go on that line. And then you still have two second round draft picks. So the one you can give up to move up to get Caleb, you can use the, your other second rounder on an offensive lineman. And now we talking, you got a re totally revamped offensive line. All right, so I'm gonna ask you this question. I put I put this on Facebook and on Twitter as well. Or X, I guess I should call it X. Um, who, in terms of in terms of like, do you feel that Kingsbury will do better than Bienemy in the in, in, in next season? I do, and I'm okay. gonna tell you why. All right, because he's got a coach who recognizes his talent. Gotcha. He's got a defensive coordinator and wit who's going to play to Kingsbury's strength on offense. They're going to be lockstep in unison how they play situational football. Mm, gotcha. That makes sense. Gotcha. Never saw situational football with Jack Del Rio, Ron Rivera, and Eric. And that wasn't on Eric. That was the other two guys because they didn't do it when they had Scott Turner. <laughs> yes. It was never mm. – they never had all three phases play at the same time, ever. Mm. And I think you'll see that this year. So, yes, I think Kingsbury will do better by default because the setup around him is more conducive for him to do better. Mm, okay. All right. So, also, I think Ray said Chase. <laughs> Ray said Chase. Ray's not on the show today. Was, she said Chase was still a good pick at the time, just like RG3, in my opinion. At the time, no, they were good picks. At the time. That. No, at the time, they were great picks. I think that's a, that's a fact. No, no. He, 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 was, he was wasted here yeah. because – Montez, all of them. John yeah. Allen, Deron Payne. It's the same mm -hmm. thing, man. Yeah. Watch them guys this year. And and the problem I have with this is, yeah, you did, you know, you did trade these guys away and get a second and third, you know, so now you have more draft capital. Mm -hmm. But I damn sure would have loved to have seen Chase and Montez in Dan Quinn's system 
I would have liked. I would have too. I would like how he hides guys and maneuvers them. And Dan Quinn's never had tackles in Dallas, and yet that defense was always good. They just, you know, you could run on them up the middle. But now you've got tackles, and I'm gonna tell you who benefits the most from Dan Quinn's hire more than anybody on this roster. Do you know who it is? Say Jamin or no, 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 Forbes. Yeah, Forbes. No, Forbes. Well, Forbes benefits second. Yeah, he does. It's Jamin. Jamin. Yeah, Jamin. I think Jamin does. Jamin's going to be moved around. Oh, I know. Jamin, I know. James, Jamin's going to be coming off the edge now, going yeah. at quarterbacks. Yes. And Jamin is athletic. We know that. Yeah, but, full four speed, man. Yeah, but I don't want him covering tight ends. Michael Parson ain't covering no tight ends. There you go. <laughs> Come on, man. That's what I'm saying, man. Hey. Let's not outthink ourselves here. Yeah. Let's turn him loose and let him play football. Yeah. He's going to look like a different player this year. No, I totally, I totally agree. Uh, Todd said, uh, "See how the line looked better with Jacoby. No position group will be perfect." Great point, Todd's my mm-hmm. dude, man. I, yeah, I appreciate cool. that. Yeah, that's my dude. No, yeah. listen, that he's one hundred percent correct. I mean, mm-hmm. Jacoby came in, and and I and I can say, not to knock Jacoby mm-hmm. or Eric's offense for that matter, but I do think that when he was coming in the games, it kind of caught defenses off guard a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. now you're looking at something totally different from what you were playing against. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have a little bit of success. Now, if Jacoby was the starter and played multiple weeks, you may have seen some some kinks in the armor somewhere. Yeah. But I do believe that if you have a quarterback that can make quick decisions and like good quick decisions – and also be able to improvise, which Caleb does. I, I just think that those are the things that can keep you from not having to have this this elite offensive line. No, I, I agree. I think that, you know, this is a – it depends. Like, it's, it's wild. It's just, it's just like what Shanahan did uh, in 2012. The offensive mm-hmm. line wasn't good. Like, no, I mean, you had no. Trent. You had, Trent. had Trent. Yeah, that's about it, though. It was an undersized offensive line. But they did they did things to mask it. So I'm just interested to see what he does with this offense. So I want to gauge as the offensive coordinator. What do you think he does next season? Do you think that do you, th- do you have this team being more of a a top 15 offense, top 10 offense, or you do you think like you know fans have to be patient, wait it out? What is your expectation expectations for this offense in the next se- for next season? It depends on who the quarterback is, That's man. True. That's true. It, it does. If, it, if it's Sam Howell, it's a top 20 offense. Mm-hmm. If it's Caleb Williams, it's a top 10 offense. Ooh, I, I, I like it. Saying, I like it. I like you saying I that. I'm like saying that. I said they're going to be number one. Yeah, no top 10. will be a top 10 unit yeah. because last time I looked, man, this is the thing that people have to remember. Mm-hmm. You have weapons at wide receiver already. Mm-hmm. Legit weapons. Jahan wasn't used right this year. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, wasn't used at all. I don't know what's happening. Jahan, we had we were talking about Jahan his rookie season that he might be better than Terry. I know. <laughs> I said this. On, hey, 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 I gotta look. I said this on a. Uh, I was in a fantasy football draft and I told this dude like, Yo, Jahan about to. Yo, I'm telling you, Jahan about to be better than Terry. And my boys have been blasting me ever since the whole year because the way. It panned nah, out. He but, wasn't yeah. used properly. This I, yeah, guy's yeah. phenomenal, man. You know that. You know I'm biased, but I'm real about it. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I like John. You know I like John. I like John. He, he one of the great, one of the greats from my school, man. That guy yeah. can ball. He's a yeah. technician as far as route running. Mm-hmm. Uh, his confidence was just was just shook from yeah. day one. Not getting the ball, and then when he was getting, he was dropping. But that wasn't Jahan. I don't know who that was. 
Mm. So you get confidence back, and Kingsbury knows how to use these guys with explosive plays. You get a guy that can put the ball out there. You get a guy that can that can hit them in stride. Him, Terry, and Curtis. I'm telling mm. you, man, that's there's something there. If they can re-sign Curtis and keep him, I'm telling you, they they're they're loaded at the receiver spot. If you got a gunslinger out there that can get them the ball in right places, this offense will look explosive instantly. We all know what they need on this offense more than anything. They got to get a tight end. We we know okay. that. Yeah. All right. So Paul said this though. He said, "Well, they uh, Cole Turner <laughs> will, will be good." I like Cole a lot. I do I, like Cole. I, I will. Cole, Paul, Cole I got... needs to get Cole needs to get some weight on him. I mean, yeah. he's. he's He's just, you know, what the way they were trying to use him in this offense was, you know, he's not a blocking tight end. He's not yeah. that guy. Bates, Bates is more your blocker. Um, yeah. But even Bates had a down year. They, they've got talent in the tight end oh, room, but, but they don't have a dog. And you get yourself a dog at tight end, and it's yeah. old. But I see, I see to, to Paul's point, and I agree with you about what, what, what Turner needs to do. I do, I do like – I like his catching ability, and I like what his. I like that he gets he's open. And he, he's athletic. He's an elusive tight end. He's one of those tight ends that you kind of. He's a new age tight end. He really is. He's a new age. But tight you know end. what he is? He's a converted receiver to tight yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. He's just learning the nuances and intricacies. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I thought he was going to excel in Eric's offense because Kansas City offense is really, you know, predicated on Travis Kelsey. But I think what I had to understand Wole was. Yeah. Travis Kelsey's first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> and we were just expecting somebody to, to get the ball a lot. Travis Kelsey's that guy, man. That's that, you know, forget the whole Taylor Swift thing, man. Travis Kelsey's been that dude. Now he's been that dude. Now he's been that yeah. dude, man. He's been that. He put in that work. Real talk. He put in that work. It's just that I wish that's one thing I did, I did wish that Eric did was like, show, I wish he showcased Cole. I mean, I know Cole Turner isn't like the best blocker. I don't think Logan's the best blocker, to be honest with you. But that's just that's something that's another conversation. But I just feel like I just feel like I would have liked to see him utilize him in that situation. Because I felt like, to be honest with you, from preseason, even even when Logan, when Logan had his concussion, I saw I, I thought Sam Howell and Cole Turner had good chemistry. I just they I, did. Thought, I thought they worked really well together. So when the time when, when Logan came back, it was more all right, Bates is obviously obviously the blocking tight end and Turner and um and Thomas is now that he's the receiving tight end, so it's like, all right, there's no real room for Cole Turner. But I make the, I feel like, and I'm, I'll say it, I thought that Cole Turner was just as good or even better than Logan Thomas, to be honest with you, as a t- pass catching tight end. Well, I'm sorry, gonna I'm you, I'm gonna give you a homework assignment. Then. Go ahead, I'm not go, gonna go, say go, his name. Go for it. But there's a tight end coming out of Penn State that I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> uh, every time I tell you, there's one <laughs> I, from, coming from there. They end up being <laughs> something. All right, they got I a, got you. They got a tight end that uh, so they the, the kid Warren who's coming back is all yeah. Big Ten guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 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 the second tight end probably had probably had more physical attributes okay. than Warren, who's all Big Ten. All Big Ten, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And he he had a good, yeah, you know, I think he had seven touchdowns this past mm-hmm. year. But I'm telling you, he's going. He he will remind you of uh, tight end that came out last year. And uh, from Penn State, that uh, uh, I want to say he went to Jacksonville. Um, oh, he's a rookie, but he's really good. I'm telling you, this guy, this guy, this guy, I'll let you do the homework. This guy, is right. just I'm looking up. 
Yo, yeah. Michigan got some good tight ends too, FYI. You know, I'm just letting you know. Oh, no, no. Michigan got some dogs. I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, I'm going to say this first. I'm going to say yeah. this first. Go ahead. Just, you heard it here first. Go ahead. Watch the Harbaugh draft uh, uh, running back. Um, oh, I know. Oh, I know he's getting him. He's getting. He getting he, local. He getting. Oh, I know that he getting. That's, that's a, a done deal. I told my brother this <laughs> off the rip. I was like, done he's going to because Eckler's corn. already on that. He's already on that iffy deal. He can get. Um, Eckler's gone. Like, yeah, he, Eckler. oh, he's strong. He, he's strong. Yeah, like, Eckler will him. be gone, and then Eckler will be gone. Be your dude. Yeah, Corm, yeah, Corm, Blake Corm. Oh no. Oh, I know he's getting because Corm is going to probably projected third, fourth rounder. So he's gonna get him in that. He's oh, I know he's getting corn. I know, <laughs> like I the rip. Like corn will be the starting running back in for the L.A. Chargers. I do believe that. Yeah, I truly will. believe that. I think he. I think he's gonna litter that roster with some of his Michigan guys. Okay. Oh, Lake definitely. I know how yep. he's gonna roll. I yeah. Look, I know how he's gonna roll. He already got <laughs> Roman. Like he like he already. Get, oh, he's already working. The defensive tackle. I can see that. Oh, too. he can all of them. Hey, Lake. Yep. I'm not playing. Yep. I know he. Look, if 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 Justin Herbert wasn't his quarterback, he would get McCarthy. He I would. I still him. told somebody McCarthy might be a third rounder. You. You still I think McCarthy. Table. I mean, I said this. I like I like McCarthy. I t- I said this. You know, I'm honest. Like folks were saying first, like McCarthy is a third rounder, but he is not ready right now to. Nah, to he's start a third him. rounder. Maybe nah, he is not. Fourth. Yes, if you watch, so, and if he's enough, sitting there and I'm the Chargers, I I would contemplate that. He would think he about it. You no, know, he would he knows your system. Yeah, he would think about it out of loyalty. You know what I'm saying? He would definitely think about it out of loyalty. Uh, but yeah, there's some guys that he would take in a second, like. Don't get it like, but uh, but Blake, corner. I want the corner here. Yeah, yeah. He probably get the corner too. If he get a chance to get him too. He get the corner. Yeah. He get the chance. I like him. I yeah. do. Uh, yep. uh, Blake Corm definitely. Blake Corm is going to. I know he local. He local, but he's definitely going to. Uh, he's going to L.A. Blake Corm yeah. is going to L.A. I'm now Blake Corm would look. You talking about looking good in somebody's offense? Blake Corm would look great in Cliff Kingsbury's offense. Yeah, he's a tough. <laughs> he's so tough, man. Blake he Korn is, is but he got speed though. People, yeah. Don't and that he he will take it to the house on you. He's taking the house, yeah. He's take, and he's got good vision. That's the one yep. thing, Blake. I got great vision. Oh no, no, I'm with you. But I, I just I'm just I'm excited. Like you know what? Like I said, I wasn't uber excited about you know uh Kingsbury as an OC. But I'm like again, like being a, a, a fan of the squad, I, I'm like I'm gonna give everything a chance. Oh, I'm not part of that like toxic. Washington Commanders culture where you wait for somebody to fail. Like I'm not into that. Like I want well, to that's do the young. Successful. That's the young culture. The young mm-hmm. culture is, and, and you know they get mad at me sometimes when I say it. The young yeah. culture is used to losing. So unfortunately, it's true. I agree. Man. Unfortunately, when you all you know is losing, guess what you become? A loser. <laughs> yeah. And and you're you have a losing mentality where yeah. nothing is ever good enough. True. We know that it hasn't worked for years and years and years, but you know what? I remember when they were struggling a little bit before they got Joe Gibbs. I'm not old. Yeah. Joe Gibbs was about to get fired. Yeah. <laughs> His first go round, it wasn't mm-hmm. working. He wanted to bring that that Dan Coriel air raid offense here, yeah. and it wasn't working. And they mm-hmm. started off, I think, like 0-4, 0-6 or whatever. Yeah. And then he decided, you know what? This is more of a physical team. I got a line. I might just need to just run the football. And that's what they did. And that became their blueprint. So I say all this because I remember all the bad before the great. And then I obviously remember the bad that we've been living with here. So 
it, it it's coming, man. I mean, it's it's it, you just got to give it a chance, and 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 I and I I want to say this too. Yeah. They've always tried to make a splash, and those splashes how how to work out. You got True. Spurrier, you got Shanahan, you got, this you know, points, Gruden, right? you know, did all yeah. these all these splashes, and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So now you got a guy that is well respected around the league. Ron mm-hmm. Rivera was well respected, but I'm going to say this: Ron Rivera was never really truly respected as an X's and O's coach. Yeah, he was respected as a good man. Yeah. Yes. This is true. Dan Quinn is respected as far as his X's and O's on that damn defense. Make no mistake about it. Agreed. And he's liked quite a bit. And I think he's smart enough. He said it yesterday to us in in the media room. He said it. He understands what he did did wrong in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. He understands what he did right in Seattle and wrong. And he understood that after eight years running that same system that he ran in Seattle defensively in Atlanta as well, he had to change because the game, the offenses had modernized themselves. He said, so he's proven to people over the last three years in Dallas that he can adapt. He said, so now as a second time coach, he's going to change some things that didn't work for him. And some of the stuff he said did work for him. He won't even use that. Mm. I just think that he came across to me yesterday in that room as so honest but not about himself it was about adam peters with him about josh harris about kingsbury about wit he kept talking up his guys and i and i and 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 i'm not throwing ron under the bus but ron definitely was about ron you can see that it was ron's way that's just the way it was Mm -hmm. so now they may make a move that may not have the big splash this one might be the one that works because of that yeah, and to your point, uh, Marcus says, "Was the family the one thing I love about our coaches and in front office is they are on the same page." Yes, they are, Marcus, and that yeah. is a great point. And that's what I walked away from there yesterday. Got back here, Janine was like, "Hey," she said, "What? What? What did you think?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I, "As a former athlete, you, you too, you play, mm-hmm. you know when you really will run through a wall for somebody. True, and yeah. you know when you will avoid that wall from somebody." Mm-hmm. Them jokers were avoiding walls over the last two years. Like <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, man. Let's just be real with yeah, you. It seemed like it. It seemed nah. like it. It seemed like it. It seemed like it. Going back, it's too practice too hard. And yeah, uh, put me in the right position. Well, you going to run through a wall for this dude because he has that kind of verbiage. And he was just saying little things that made me know that he relates to the players as far as the way he spoke. Um, you you could tell he's down. You you can tell. You can tell. You know oh, I can tell you tell. I can tell. I definitely yeah. can tell. I see it. I can see it. Oh, Paul said late uh, late tight end uh, number sixteen for Pennsylvania. Yeah, there he is. I, I'm not gonna <laughs> say the name because I because I promised my boy every time I come on here I don't want to. I don't want to just go Penn State. Yeah, I know. Cause, you know, because Lake always listing off some Penn State players, man. I mean, we everywhere. That's just, <laughs> a, I can't help that. We everywhere, you know? There's several of them in the Super Bowl, but I mean, I ain't going to even bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Lake, you a trip, bro. You are a trip. I'm going to read one, one, one from Todd, and then we can kind of end the show. Uh, Todd said, uh, yes, the young fan culture is toxic, don't have enough goodwill story. I will say this. I want to do want to add it. It's wild because I said this before. And, like, you went back to what Joe Gibbs dealt with. I'll even go something that's current. I remember the teams being as bad, being bad with Trey Johnson, Henry Ellard, and, and company. And I felt like the fan base was still rooting those dudes on. Like, mm-hmm. they weren't 
turned on him. And I, I, I don't know if it's social media. I can't, I'm not going to, I mean, obviously that's a, an element, but I just felt like we've had some bad teams in, in DC. And even with the bad teams, I felt like the, 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 the fan base was still supportive of those bad teams. Well, Listen, man, I don't want to, you know, I, I got I got a 16-year-old and, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I don't want to pile on to, to the generation, but <laughs> the, the young generation is a participation trophy generation. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, because of that, they know what mediocre is because mm-hmm. they are mediocre. <laughs> I'm just calling it. I'm saying it. So yeah. when you know what it looks like, mm-hmm. it it's, you think, you can be mediocre and great at the same time. That ain't how that worked. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to the whole, you know, straying in sports here, but that whole LeBron Mike, you know, analogy and LeBron's the GOAT and he's got the stats and all this, but he's got many epic fails that I witnessed firsthand. I've never seen that with Mike. Have you? <laughs> Fails. Just, I mean, I'm just saying. I seen him get knocked see out the first, first round. Did you ever see Kobe fail? Yeah, I seen Kobe fail. You saw Kobe fail one time. I seen him fall in Utah, the Utah, the Utah, the Utah first year. And the and really the real be real. I know people got really oh, Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. They man, fell. yes, they he fell. But I think Detroit. that was some some internal him and Shaq beef. Yeah, because he was gunning like I don't know if that finals. I remember that finals. He, I was he, mad. He, at, he I was, was mad at him. He was gunning. Okay, so so I don't look at Kobe as the goat. It's Mike. When did Mike fail? When did Personally he fail in the first? He failed a couple times in the first round. In the um, in the first round. Were those we failures first round? when his team? When his team? Look, was see why we always gotta chance? add something though? Like when LeBron played the played the freaking Spurs in the finals. Like that team was that wasn't a failure to, to me though. Oh, okay, I, I, I'm about to say because he, he did everything he failure. was supposed to. They just all weren't better than that. Okay, but a failure is the Mavericks series. That's a failure. A failure that's a, that's is a real the failure. other San Antonio series. No, a failure is that team is better. That San Antonio series is better. Listen, <laughs> this Laker basketball team right now, they're not devoid of talent. I don't care. Nah, they got Darvin. The problem is they got Darvin Ham as a coach. That's the problem. He's try. You see his rotation? Like you play ball. Okay, okay. Lake, you play see, ball. Lake, come on. Stop. I, you you are. <laughs> you're a Laker guy. I know this. Yeah, yeah so, I am. Okay, so so come on, man. I'm just asking you. You're right that you got talent. I agree with you. I totally. If you're the goat, your talent should be playing even better. They should look, look, but sometimes look, man. Mike needed Phil Jackson, bro. Doug Collins wasn't doing it for him. Kobe needed Jackson. Needed how about Phil Jackson? Are they both? Well, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe needed Phil. (laughs) Kobe needed. I I I agree with your points, but Kobe needed Phil because he wasn't winning with Rudy Tomjanovich or um. Yeah, what's his name too? I can't think. Of, he had uh, didn't he have Dan? Not Dan Tony was in L.A. We have Rudy that time. Rudy Rudy T. He yeah, failed. Rudy, um, yeah, Rudy T. And they had he had several coaches. And I he's mean, and that's a champ. And, a, and that's a championship coach. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just saying. Like sometimes you, I'm just saying, coaches, you need something. I ain't gonna say you gotta be the best coach in the world, but Dar, you can't be no Darvin Ham type coach. Like I'm saying, like bro, like your rotations change every. 50 seconds, dude. You, you do like, you think, but do you think LeBron has something to do with that? Him high? Nah, this Darwin, higher? man. This Darwin. This Darwin. I think LeBron has something to do with Darwin feeling pressure to like change up at this point in time. No, I'm saying, you think, think, do you think LeBron has something to do with Darwin Ham being hired in the first place? Yeah, I agree. Of course did, he did. Yeah, that I agree. That so I you agree. listen, if you're going to play GM, you're gonna have to live with the no, 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 I agree. Look, 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 I ain't gonna argue with that. Like, I agree with that. That I agree with. Like, LeBron, every 
LeBron ain't the best. LeBron ain't a great GM. That I'll tell you. Like I'll tell you, I'll be the first to tell you that. Like he ain't the greatest GM. He think he's a good GM. He ain't a good GM. You know what I'm saying? Because he he, he wanted Russ. He wanted Russ. Not, and and it's not even hate. Like like yesterday, no joke, yeah. bro. I know we straying here. This good no, stuff. Okay. Yesterday we shoot the breeze. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> yesterday, David Audrey, that's my boy. Yeah, we were talking about uh, our top fives. Yeah, and he mentioned his top five. And he had Mike, um, Kareem, Wilt. Right. Uh, I don't like this list already. Uh, it was Mike, Kareem, I don't like, I don't like this list. Wilt. Already. I think magic. Uh, Russell. No magic. And Magic. Oh, he better have Magic. But, but magic. LeBron wasn't on his top five. That's fine. You don't have that, LeBron. I got yeah. my own list. <laughs> I mean, LeBron. LeBron's on my top five. He's on oh. my top. Five. But but I just think you know. When you talk about the GOAT, that yeah. guy has to be flawless, man. And, and flawless to me, player. and to me, you know, it took me a while to get on the whole Tom Brady GOAT thing. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, did it really? Yeah, it, it took did. a while too. Because I, I was like, that. he got the system, they're winning, but he proved yeah. when he left, went to Tampa, bang, they won. And yeah. and his team fell apart up there in New England. That defense was good, though. Man. That defense was good in Tampa, though, too, that year. That defense was good, too, but you're right. Though. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you talking about the GOATs, like, yeah. like from boxing. How, how can you not say Mayweather. that Floyd isn't one yeah. of them? Yeah. But people say he didn't play. He didn't fight anybody. Not true at all. Not true Now, Pretty all. Boy fought. The, like, the beginning he fought. It, he's, he, he's, he's in the conversation the greatest of all time. I'm never going to like I'm not dimensioning that. He's he flawed. That, that's the yeah. thing. You don't see flawless. He's flawless, yeah. Yeah, he's flawless. You can use political stuff. Yeah, he's. Flawless. I mean, I've, I, I, I'll never put those shade on Floyd as a boxer. You'll never hear me do that. But I will say, like, yeah, yeah I mean, I, folks need to put more respect on Magic Johnson's name when they when they talk about goats. That's Bro, all I need. To, I mean, that's one of my all time favorites. Not you, like I'm not saying you. I'm just saying, like, I'll be seeing these little lists, and they I don't, don't be seeing enough know. Magic. I don't see the Magic. Man. All I hear from these young guys is that Mike and Magic and these guys was playing against plumbers and fifth grade school. That's Gilbert Arena starting that stuff, and I love Gilbert. Gilbert wild. Okay, so so, <laughs> but, you, but you know what I say to that though? You what? know what I say to that though? <laughs> if if that means that they were plumbers and school teachers too, if you're gonna say that that's what they were, because now you already giving them credit by taking credit from them. True, that's true. Just that's acknowledge true. what you saw. Yeah. <laughs> um, Again, man, and I keep going to this point. This is my last point. Don't talk, don't tell me what LeBron would have done in the 80s and 90s because he's so much bigger and stronger than people. Nah, man, yeah, the game was yeah. different. You're not if they get if they got you banging on the floor now crying, oh yeah. my God, what would have happened then? I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna flip it. What would Jordan do in today's game with no hand checking and no defense? Yeah, you don't know. You never know. I will say no, this. Though. I do know. Yeah, you're gonna have was cool. 40. No, I would say this. I would say this though. Like, this is the thing that I was. I mean, I think errors. I think somebody had it had it had it broken down perfectly, and I, I kind of like their their acknowledgement of goat. Like, who's the goat of your era? Like, that's how I like the like or your decade or whatever. Like to me, in the '90s, Jordan is the goat in the '90s, right? Because for, for real, the '80s. You can say whoever, like Magic Bird, whatever. Magic had most of the rings. So I'm saying Magic. I'm, I'm, I'm a Magic yeah. dude. That, I'm biased. Yeah, um, yeah. And then you could take it because I think that, like, I, this is what I will say. Like, it, and I think, it's, and I've seen it because we, we coach, I coach kids, whatever. I always say, like, and I, I would, I do agree with Gilbert Arenas. He breaks this down about today's basketball players. 
they are more skilled than any era of basketball, like skill wise. Without question. By Without question. Far the stuff they're that they can do. They're dog. They are. They're freaking amazing. Yes. So in terms of the skill, yes, they are more talented than any era. But that's evolution. There's Ever. more talent than any yeah. any era of basketball. The thing that they lack, I think, to your point, I think when you're talking about how Jordan could still score, and he could. I think. A, I think a dog could score, or a dog could be a dog in multiple eras if you're that skilled and you have the will i do agree with that i do think that jordan and like many many other players even in the 80s isaiah thomas these dudes have the mental to match the skill and i think a lot of these players don't have the mental like and i said i'm not calling them dumb i'm not saying that no, i don't no, think no, they have no, the no. seat they don't have they're not, a, they're not yeah exactly they don't have the mental in terms of situational basketball when to do this when to do that or how to lean on a how to lean on a player or this, that, and the other, like the other players did. And I think that's well, the difference. Well, well, you know, you know that the thing too is unfortunately, free agency has watered down the game. That too. And you know, those teams in the 80s and 90s and even 70s before that, they were the yeah. same group of guys. You just True. drafted and True. added to your group of guys, and it was the same guys every year. Yeah. So of course, when people talk about Jordan failing against Boston, well, Boston was freaking reigning champions. Them and the Lakers yeah. ran the league then. Yeah, exactly. They so, weren't going anywhere. Yeah. And agreed. Unfortunately for Boston, the reason why they they fell apart and came back down to earth and and didn't continue the dynasty was because Lim Bias and because of Reggie Lewis. They had yeah. two players die They're ready. years. They were ready. They were ready. Killed, that killed yeah. them. It, I mean, sorry to say it like that, but it literally it did. I mean, destroyed yeah. what they were yeah. what they could do because let's face it, you and I both know if those guys was Oh man, lived, Reggie Lewis is mean too though. There, and there Reggie was Lewis no bulls. Yeah, they were no bulls. Not real talk. And I'm be real like <laughs> obviously Lim Bias was yeah. amazing. But I actually watched like I got the chance to like I didn't get a chance to watch Lim Bias like that. Oh, I remember Lim. Yeah, you remember? So I watched, but I watched Reggie Lewis though. Like I watched Reggie Lewis. And Reggie Lewis, Reggie Lewis was, was that dude, man. He was smooth. Two way player too. Yeah. To Reggie Lewis was smooth. Yes. I used to like, and then when he when he passed, I couldn't like, but he was smooth. Yeah, and like that was like he was the next because Bird was already kind of grooming him like that. I remember like well, well, Reggie Lewis the year the year he passed in the offseason, but that year before, yeah, he led the Celtics in scoring. Yeah, because Bird, because so George yeah. had already been it been passed, but they were already ready. Like I remember, they were ready to give it to him already. Yeah, and yeah. he was getting better every year too. Like he was getting yeah. better every year. Like oh yeah. But so that's what that's what's killed the game now is that you have free agency, so guys can link up with their own guys. Um, you you know you can take the money as opposed to show loyalty. Mm-hmm. It's just changed everything, and I yeah, think well. that what's happened is people think a mediocre player is an all star, which makes them great. And I'm like, man, y'all, you can't throw that word great around. Just to everybody, man. Right now in the NBA, there's three to four great players. Yeah. And when I say that, I mean I know know what you mean. Set and all that stuff, but I'm talking about on a night in and night basis. You're you're in trouble. And to me, I still put LeBron on there. Yeah. Um, Steph is definitely definitely on there. Definitely, you're gonna get it. You just it's coming. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you know, but then you have some young guys. Like I'm a big Halliburton fan. Yeah, I love him. Love, love him. But man, you know, I'm I'm just saying, football the same way. It's it's the same way. You know, I think this year was special in the NFL to see 
you know, CJ and in, in, in Houston, oh, great. Real, you know, just to see the emergence of some of these next wave of young players who want to be good and great. Yeah. And hopefully Washington CJ. gets one, man. Seriously. I agree. I shout out to CJ Stroud because he changed my mind about Ohio State quarterback. So I'm giving, I'm going to just give him a shout out because he, he proved me wrong. I ain't going to hold you. I did not think he was going to be. That dog is cold. Oh. I mean, but just to see like the emergence of Jordan Love. They ain't even thinking oh, about man. All right, so that's so okay. Real quick, now I'm about, <laughs> about to end it, but I do want to mention that though. So it's it does go to Sam Howell. Like, so if you draft, I'm, this is the thing Patrick Mahomes sat a whole year, sat right. a year um, under Alex Smith, then mm-hmm. took, took over the year after. Yeah, he did. Awesome. What's wrong with under under uh, Kingsbury uh, with Sam Howell starting year one? And having whoever the backup, Nothing. whoever the quarterback is, and Nothing. not them watching. Nothing. And I, and and like I said, I'm okay if they decide they want to still go with Sam, because yeah. I think he he regressed, yes. but the franchise regressed. It wasn't just Sam that regressed. They I lost agree. seven straight, man. Yeah. I mean, everybody regressed. So you yeah. can't hang your hat on him. He's not the fault. I know I saw times during the season where that guy showed me that you can build with him. Yeah. This is the difference. To, to build with Sam Howe, you have to have a line. You have to. You have to. Yeah, you have to. You have like to. Jalen Hurts, you have to have if a If you told line, me that their line is A1, I, then I can go with Sam. Yes, I agree with you. I agree. But if you don't have an A1 line, then you need an elite quarterback to, I agree. I to agree. offset that. So I that's agree. the dilemma that they're in right now. But I'm telling you from a ticket standpoint, from a conversation all over the airways, um, you get Caleb Williams. That first game next year will be humming. Trust me. True. Okay. Okay. Now this is what really like. Now you just can you open my thought process with something else about this 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 whole regime? But wouldn't it be anti Snyder regime? Anti Snyder regime. If this team didn't go sexy and get the quarterback and say they went offensive line, would that be a sign? You say, you know what? This is this definitely is a change. We're not trying to sell tickets. We're just trying to build a team the best way we think we can build. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It would be, but this is the difference, though. Yeah. There hasn't been a quarterback with this kind of talent. I agree with you. Brave, I agree with you. I you. Period. I, <laughs> I mean, Patrick Mahomes was the what? 11th was pick he 15 or something like that? Was like yeah, 15? it was like I think he was like 11 or 12. Yeah, so he, was, he was mid. He was mid, yeah. Nobody knew who Patrick Mahomes was going Agreed. to be, mm-hmm. you know. And I agree with Paul just, just yeah, said that. Yeah, it kind of took the words out of my mouth. Man, right, you, exactly. you gotta you gotta get the fan base ready to come mm. back into that arena, and they exactly. need somebody. One thing we do know instantly with Caleb, he would be polarizing. You either yes. love him or you hate him. I know. And one thing I do know about this fan base, all you got to do is come out game one and throw three, four touchdowns and get a they, W. They People you. who hate him will love him. Love him. Yeah, they will. Now you they got will. your franchise quarterback or potential franchise quarterback who's from the area. It's a story that can be told. And again, man, I mean, new owner. I agree. If I'm spending $6 billion, I ain't trying to uh, – listen, man, I got to get some of that money back, man. That's a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, seriously, man, if I got to get somebody that people coming out to see him because his hair rainbowed like Dennis Rodman, mm-hmm. but you buying mm-hmm. a ticket, I mean, and he's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. This kid's good. Yeah. You got to you gotta do what you got to do, man. 
No, I'm with you. I am totally with you. Hey, Will Lake, man, thanks for being on. Before I let you go, how can uh, how can cats catch your content and also follow you on social media, my man? Uh, it's easy, man. They can just check me out on social media, Lake Lewis on um, on X, you know, formerly Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, at Lake Lewis Jr. You can go to sportsjourney.com. You can check out, <clears throat> excuse me, the After Practice podcast, subscribe to that, or, or watch it on YouTube um, or on Sports Journey. And then uh, you can check me out locally on uh, Channel 7 there, ABC, you know, doing some uh, inside stuff there. And um, end of the month, you know, to finally come out the other one. So Okay. That's what I want to hear. That's what, <laughs> that's what I like to hear. That's what yes, I like sir. to hear. And when you uh, yes. when you got a next another live thing to do, let me let me know. I'm, I'm, ready, I'm ready to rock and roll. And support yeah, I'm going to be in – it's funny. I'm going to be in contact with somebody tomorrow and uh-huh. uh, trying to get like a – you know, kind of like a, a, a not so much a recap show. There's nothing good to talk about, but just yeah. where they are now and how the fan base should be excited. So yeah, man, we, we're gonna put another one together, and we'll have okay. you up there with me this time. All right, but you know, you know what time it is. I'm there to support. You know how you know how I, you know how I am. So it is it's a tequila. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, inside inside Joe Coke. Yeah, I, I love me some tequila. Ain't no inside Joe. I love me some tequila. All right, <laughs> we got it in that night. <laughs> I don't even remember that night. <laughs> All right, like man, good talking to you, man. All right, fam, do your thing. I appreciate you. Oh man, that's my guy, Lake, man. Oh man, make sure you follow him on X. That's at Lake Lewis, and on IG at Lake Lewis Junior. A uh, great show. I appreciate everybody for tuning in, man. Thank you, Paul, man. Appreciate you, homie, man. Paul, I like to hear that you all in for Caleb now. I love it. I'm not. You a Caleb believer now, man? I love it, man. I love it. Taj, man, appreciate you, homie, man. Appreciate you, my dude. All right, man. Real quick, let's, let's, let's tie up some, some, some loose ends. Uh, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, tune in at iHeartRadio. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also, follow us on X at Urban Sports Scene, IG at Urban Sports Scene, and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. And if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to our Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. Click the red subscribe button and like this video. And also check out the home of the Urban Sports Scene, Amplifier Media at AmplifierMedia.com. And this show can be found on the Podcast DC app. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Amplifier shows as, as well as other great content. Anyway, I appreciate you all for tuning in. This has been a dope show. Appreciate the homie Lake. Appreciate all, all, all the commenters, man. You all are the real MVPs. Anyway, you've been listening to the Urban Sports Site for ages. You dig? Deuces. I am out.